Warning, me time and murder is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. <laughs> oh, for God's sake, here Dancing it goes. around him, reciting <laughs> poetry. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> oh my God. That's crazy. No, why? <laughs> oh, well, big surprise. Oh God. <laughs> Dead on the bathroom floor. <gasps> Did it? It's okay. Oh. <laughs> Tres, what are you drinking? Today I'm drinking a Pucka Vanilla Chai because I have so many of them now. I thought you just bought one box. It was two for six euro in Holland Butter, which is pretty good. How, and how many is in the box? I think there's 20. Oh, that's all right. So I used to drink them quite sparingly, but now I'm like, I can have one a day, I can have two a day. <laughs> treat yourself you know it's the little things what about you what are you drinking Maya? I'm drinking uh, Marks and Spencer's raspberry tea but I uh, added ice to it but it's so hot in Hong Kong at the moment that all the ice is melted so it's basically just like tea Ribena ah mm-hmm. you're so unlucky that it's so warm <laughs> it's actually quite warm here as well it's not too bad there is a lack of ice every time we've ordered ice somewhere yeah, they're stingy. The, the, on there's it. something going on. Yeah. We went to Nando's yesterday, no ice. Not even in like so like I always just get like tap water or whatever, but like Dan got a, a Coke Zero mm. and like he he on the app he ticked like ice and it just didn't come with any ice. He went to McDonald's, no ice, no ice in McDonald's. What? I'm revealing how awful my diet is here. <laughs> but um Yeah, no ice. Don't know what's going on. Actually, we just so... went to Outback for um for lunch and yeah there was like no ice in our iced tea it was just like what is going on it's like people don't care anymore about the service they're like you should just be happy to be here i think it's just like everybody's drinking cold drinks maybe nobody's really drinking hot drinks like we went to the cinema Mm -hmm. and they did the ice blast do you know what an ice blast is like a slurpee yeah, it's yeah. kind of like a slushy, but like with like Coke or Fanta. Yeah, we have. Those, yeah. <laughs> and we got there and we paid for it on the app yeah. or whatever, the, the screens. And then we went up to collect it. And the guy is like, yeah, that machine's broken. And I was like, you're going to have to get a refund for flick, flipping slushy. Um, and then Dan was like, this is the whole reason I came to the cinema. And I was like, oh, I'm so <laughs> sorry. And he was just like, such bad humour then. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, I am, so... yeah, I am like that too. Like, slushies to me is like so nostalgic. It's just, I love slushies so Oh, much. Yeah. yeah. It's a whole experience yeah. of the cinema. Yeah. And they handled it really badly as well. Like the whole... I'll not even get into it, but it was just like I he almost wanted to like not be there and I was just like, put the movie and, Yeah, anyway. We tried to make them at home and they were crap. Like really crap. No, because you need that machine thing. Yeah. 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 Did you see there's a documentary we watched when it was on Vox or something like that? And it was talking about why the McDonald's ice cream or milkshake machine is always broken. Oh, what's the reason? I don't know. It's just like, it was recommended to me and Jan for some reason. I, it like played on from whatever we were watching last. And we we're just like, okay. It's such a specific okay. documentary. Yeah, it's like a proper documentary. It's like a conspiracy theory. 
why the McDonald's milkshake or ice cream machine is always broken. It's like, and it's like, apparently the ice cream machine is the exact same one made by like Wendy's, In-N-Out and KFC, but it's only ever McDonald's is broken. Weird. Yeah. But it's okay. Maybe they're like, you've had enough calories. You don't need this ice cream. No, basically it's sort of like nepotism, sort of. I don't know if it's nepotism or it's like back scratching. It's like the company that makes the ice cream machines and McDonald's are like best friends. And I don't know, mm-hmm. they like, basically McDonald's has these really shit machines. So basically the, the machine breaks all the time and it has these like weird, incomprehensible codes. So they mm-hmm. have to like get McDonald's has to, which is all franchised. McDonald's has to get the repair guy, a specific repair guy to come and fix it. And it costs, what is it? It's something ridiculous, like $20 a minute. What? It's like, I don't know, it's something ridiculous amount of money for this one person. He has to come and fix the machine. Bizarre. Yeah, and nobody else is allowed to fix it. And if, like, the manager or an employee tries to fix the machine, they break their franchise licensing insurance yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's a bit like you have that with printers and different things sometimes. Uh-huh. It's like if you tamper with it, then you, you break the warranty. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it's just, like, insane. And, like, there was... Uh, somebody came up with an app that could um, it could tell the McDonald's employees what exactly is wrong with the machine so that the, they could because like it was all it's like error 43 and it's like that like what I don't know what error 43 means and then it's just like so dramatic it's like it's I, I don't know it's fucking milkshake but it's not <laughs> it's just I don't know what the word is. It's like nepotism, back scratching sort of thing. Uh, there's probably a word for that, all right. I don't know um, what it is, but it's like... Yeah. But it's actually, it's really bad for the franchisee people. Like, they're the ones who have to foot the bill because, like, McDonald's head office, they're mm-hmm. the ones that have to have the golden handshake with Taylor. Mm-hmm. But but they don't pay anything. It's the franchisee. It's the little guys that pay. It's awful. Who own the local McDonald's. They have to pay yeah. for out of pocket. Not big McDonald's. I don't wow. know. It's really fucked. Not really fair fucked. at all. No, it's not fair. But yeah, that made me think of the documentary. Um, it, was, it was weird. So many problems right now. Wait, did we talk about so, me time? So, what are we talking about today? Did, we didn't talk about me time. Oh my God. Oh We've my just been God. talking well, about I know this. you have a hair mask on. So, I was like tidying up my room. And I was going through and I realized that I still hadn't used the hair mask you gave me for Christmas. Oh, stop. It was really cute, the packaging. I it's remember. a little bear. It says bear fruits, coconut, hair mask and cap. And I've got it and on And it right. was in the shape of a coconut. That's the whole reason I Oh my it. God. I, I thought it was just going to be a little plastic hat, but it's like an actual coconut. It's like, looks like a coconut. My head is brown. Oh, that's hilarious. It's brown. And I've got a little straw. And it's like a coconut inside. That's hilarious. Should I send you a picture? You should, yeah. Here. Uh, oh, I got that in Superdrug. Oh, God, I miss Superdrug. There's so, so many cool little things like that. There was loads of them. I was debating what to get you. They had all these, like, hair masks, face masks. And then they had, like, boob masks and butt masks. I, do you know what? I think we already talked about this in the podcast. What? The boob masks. Butt masks. And the butt masks. That I nearly, very nearly got you. What's a boob mask? There's boob masks is a thing now. What does it make your boobs bigger? You say I don't know, it just hydrates them or whatever. The skin. Hydrate. 
plumps them, I guess. Ah, plumps. We're not there yet. Not yet. I don't know. Kind of spring chickens, so we're all After my period, they they sort of deflate a bit. Well, maybe I should have got you. (laughs) I'll get you next birthday. Anyway, what's your me time? My me time is going to be a little Garnier Skin Active Moisture Balm Tissue Mask. This case was sent to me by, not his real name, Len Mullen. Is that even a um, name? <laughs> I, <laughs> I know this is a fake name, but is that even a real fake name? So he sent it to me privately. He was saying this is a good case, you should okay. cover it. Okay. Um, so I just want to say thank you, but I'm not going to say your name properly. Thank you, Len. Like Lenny from The Simpsons. Do you know the story of Raynard Murray? No, and you're making up all these names. I'm only joking. <laughs> um, I do not. Well, today I'm going to tell you about a case that takes place only 10 minutes drive from Monkstown, Dublin. Okay. This is where the unsolved murder of Charles Self took place. Oh, great. Okay, so it's a continuation. Well, not really. No? It's So where Charles Self was murdered, this other poor girl was murdered also 10 minute drive away oh like it wasn't done by the same person no 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 so oh, okay, okay. yeah so 20 but it's unsolved so maybe it was i don't i doubt it i really doubt okay, it okay okay 20 days before the murder of charles self in glengarry south dublin Raynard murray was born on new year's day the first of january 1982 she was born, and then twenty days later, Charles Self was murdered. It's like, oh, and it's all in like it's like a, literally a ten minute drive from his house okay. to her house, and they're both. Uh, oh, this was going to be my next question, but you've already answered it. What? I wasn't sure if that was a female name. Raynard is a female name, yeah. Okay. Raynard was the baby of the family with an older brother and older sister. Her parents, Jim and Deirdre, gave her the name Raynard, which is the Irish version of Rachel. Gotcha. You know, it's mad. You think you know some Irish names and then you come down here and you learn a new one like every other week. That must be nice. Mm, really. <laughs> I don't know how to spell them. You meet someone and then you're like trying to write down their email address and you're like, I have no idea. Eventually, her friends, many would just call her Rainy. Oh, that's cute. I like that. So cute. Rainy went to St. Joseph of Clooney Secondary School. A nearby... Clooney. I think it's Clooney. I think I might be saying this wrong. Clooney? Okay. Clooney? <laughs> Clooney? I'm not too sure. Secondary school. A nearby private Catholic convent school. Uh, here she did well academically. She was smart, observant and quick-witted. Rainey enjoyed reading and poetry in particular and wanted to be a professional writer when she grew up. Raynard did well socially too. She had many friends who described her as an optimistic and compassionate person. When Raynard was a teen, she started hanging out with other similar teens. They used to call themselves the Dunleary Crew. Very cool. <laughs> it's like the area that they all like hung out I in. I know. Yeah. <laughs> like, so original, guys. Wow, guys. This is all pre-mobiles. So, oh, God, I know. Late 90s. Pre-mobiles, the Dunleary crew would just agree to meet in like a, the local teen locations. Mm-hmm. The teens would get together. They would just chill. They all wore dark clothes. Nice. Listen to rock music. Hung out in secluded places. 
drinking beer, smoking cigarettes, and scoring the occasional blunt. Nice. Rebels. What age, what age are these people? I think they're like, I think they're like 16 or something like that. Like okay. normal okay. kid stuff. You know, like that's what you do before you can legally go into the pubs. You just sort of. Oh, yeah. There's nowhere to go. You yeah. just, yeah, hang around by the nearest picnic bench. The Dunleary crew was tight. However, one girl was a bit odd. Okay. There's always one. Yeah. And if you don't know who it was, it was you. Oh, no. Was it me? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't talking to you. I was saying. <laughs> okay. She was incredibly jealous of the other girls in the group. And she would obsess and stew and rage for weeks over these jealousies. Oh, like know. boy jealousies or what? Just, or just she was jealous of girls. Like she's prettier than me. She's funnier than me. Oh. She's smarter than me. Like people like her more than adolescence. me. Adolescence is the worst. When this chick became angered and frustrated, she would become violent. <gasps> she would say weird and inappropriate things, sometimes hitting and hurting herself and others. Okay. After a violent outburst, one time. One of the boys was like, she is psychotic. Towards the end... Oh, I can hear my little... It's like quite tight. What is that? It's the hair mask. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's tight on my head. It's left a big mark. Towards the end of high school, the Dunleary crew were less intense. They still hung out, but, you know, like they wore less black clothes. Due to having part-time jobs and obligations, they hung out more on the weekends. Mm-hmm. They were starting to mature and, you know, thinking about the future. However, when Raina got her leaving cert results, she was disappointed that they were not higher. She did okay, but they weren't high enough to be accepted onto the uni course she wanted to take. No. Uh-huh. She wanted to study arts at the University City College Dublin. But she had a plan. She was going to keep her head down, work part-time, study hard, and reset the leaving cert next year. Okay. Little did she know, she would never get to follow her plans. No. On the 4th of September, 1999... Is this crazy bee gonna kill her? <sighs> Fuck me. Let her go to art school. Let her live her life. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't know. You say it's unsolved. I say it was this looper. I haven't even got to the murder yet. How do you know? I'm it's... closing the case because I because I mentioned her. I was like, I shouldn't mention the crazy one. Maybe I shouldn't mention uh, her. <laughs> okay, okay. On the fourth of September, nineteen ninety nine, seventeen year old Rainit was working her part time job in Sally West Clothing, which is like an older. You're going to say Sally Hansen. Sally Hansen, the the fake tan. It's still going. Is it? It's so thick. It's like putting foundation. Like it's like no. a layer. Why? Oh, I always get that mixed up. I mean, Sally, I always say that wrong. What? Sally, the salon. What was it called? Salon. Sally. Oh, salon services. Salon services. Wait. But it used no. to be called Sally's. Sally's. Anyway, no, she was at Sally West. It's a clothing store for like older ladies' fashion like shop mm. in a shopping mall. Mm. She met a Dunleary crew friend. For lunch, after lunch, her friend walked her back to the shop. They said goodbye, not knowing it was to be their last. 
After lunch, Wayne's mum also popped into the store to take advantage of the sale. Deidre said that she feels so lucky to have had this lovely moment with her youngest child. As Deidre left the shop, Rainey called to her. Bye, mum. I'll see you later. Oh, this is heartbreaking. It's very sad. Rainey finished her shift at 9pm and is caught on the mall CCTV camera leaving. Rainey and a friend stopped in at Scott's bar. They chatted and had a few drinks, then decided to make plans to go out. This is back before, like, everyone had mobiles. Mm-hmm. Her and her friends sent text sent texts off her friend's phone. They all planned to meet at their favorite nightclub, paparazzis. Rainy <laughs> said she, she needed. To, I know paparazzis. Great name. That could be a famous uh, club in Belfast for or, no, Dublin, for all I know. It just reeks of early two thousands, like late nineties. Paparazzis. Ugh. Love it. Like, it reminds me of Limelight. Limelight. That's, oh, paparazzi's yeah. is still worse. <laughs> it's still worse. But Rain had said she needed to change first. She told her friend she'll meet them at about midnight at Paparazzi's after she runs home. She only lives a 15-minute walk away. And it was a nice, warm, dry night. Rain is caught on the CCTV camera leaving Scott's pub at 11.20. After this, Rain final hour is still to this day, basically unknown. She was wearing a blue short sleeve top, dark trousers, black platform ankle boots. She was carrying a black shoulder bag and a Sally West shopping bag. She was also wearing her distinctive blue stud in her nose. At 12.03, about 45 minutes later, Raynard was spotted walking alone at a junction that was halfway through her route home. Despite the fact that it should have only taken her eight minutes to walk there from Scott's pub. Hmm. So what happened in that time? Because she only lives 15 minutes, a 15 minute walk from the pub, from Scott's pub mm-hmm. to her house, 15 minutes. 45 minutes later, she's only halfway. Hmm. She could have walked, walked home and walked back with time to spare. Mm-hmm. But she's only halfway. Do we know who spotted her? I think it was like a guy sitting in a car. It was like, oh, I seen her at the junction. Hmm. Okay. At 12.10, so like about seven minutes later, we know that Raina took a little shortcut, an overgrown and badly lit lane. No. The lane brought her to the entrance of her housing development. As Raina was walking through this little shortcut, People who were sitting outside could hear an argument between a man and a woman. The woman was shouting, go away, leave (gasps) me alone, fuck off. (gasps) Then there was a scream and silence. Oh dear God. Mm -hmm. About 20 minutes later, at 12.33 a.m., Raynard's older sister, Sarah, and a group of friends were in a taxi coming back from town. The taxi dropped them off at the entrance of the housing development. And when the group got out of the car, they were greeted with Raynard. She was lying under a tree on the sidewalk. She was dead. Dear God. Mm-hmm. Her sister? Her sister found her. Oh. Mm-hmm. That is the yeah. worst. Sorry, continue. She was under a tree. She was dead. 
but wait a minute, people heard this thing happening. Mm -hmm. And they did what? They just thought it was just a fight or what? Or I suppose so. They didn't report it? This happened in the Charles Self case. Where, you know, they were like, yeah, we heard screaming. But you don't ever think it's life or death yeah okay so she's been found under tree oh my god so like yeah. under the tree sounds like she was placed there no we're about no. to get to that okay Raynard had been stabbed four times in the side chest and shoulder with a one and a half inch sharp knife oh jesus tragically she was only a few yards from her family's home oh mm-hmm I mean, whoever her attacker was, they knew they where knew her where home she was. Yeah. Like, they were there, poised and ready, I'd say, waiting for her. Yeah. It sounds like, yeah. Uh-huh. But also, is that not a bit risky if you want to take someone out to do it so close to their home? Maybe it was their maybe only were, opportunity. Mm. Maybe they were ballsy. Yeah, well, or maybe they were crazy, like that crazy, crazy girl. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sarah, Raynard's sister, ran home to tell her parents and call the police. While her friend, a nurse, stayed and checked for a pulse. Her friend was a nurse? Yeah. Because I was about to ask, what, was it an older sister? Yeah, older sister. Yeah. And her older sister's friend was a nurse. Okay. And she stayed with Raynard to, like, oh, emergency stuff. But she was oh. already dead. There was no pulse. Deidre and Jim came running to the scene. Police and an ambulance came quickly, too. While all of this was going on, it was noted that a young woman in her late teens to early 20s, about 5'6", with shoulder length hair, was seen observing this chaos. Stop. Mm-hmm. She stood do, back. Do, do we ever mm-hmm. get confirmation of who exactly it was? Mm-mm. They just think that it's probably year one. She stayed for 15 minutes and walked away. <gasps> never, never identified. Oh my God, I hate that. Yeah. About 50 yards away, in the darkest part of the shortcut lane, a pool of blood was found. <gasps> a later autopsy showed that she had been viciously attacked. Raynard had fought off 30 stab attempts. Oh, jeekers. The knife had cut her clothes, poked her and scratched her. Raynard was not sexually assaulted, nor were her possessions stolen. This was most likely a rage killing. Mm-hmm. When her attacker left her, for whatever reason, from the darkest part of the shortcut, Raynard, exhausted and bleeding, struggled for 50 yards to get to the safety of her home. Oh. But she never did. Oh, God. That's really rough. Yeah. <sighs> <clears throat> The next morning, the friend who Raynard was with in Scott's pub received a phone call. It was the psycho girl. No. Ra- what is her name, yeah. by the way? Or did you ever say? There's no name? names. I was going to give them pseudo names, mm. but then I got lazy and didn't. Psycho girl. It's all no. right. I know who you're on about. Yeah. This, uh, I've just given them very, very um, uh, non-PC names. <laughs> it was the psycho girl. Mm-hmm. Raynard has been killed is all she said but yeah she said it with no emotion and she didn't say anything else then she hung up the phone what? 
Mm-hmm. I'm wondering, like, is it one of those scenarios where she shouldn't know about the murder yet? Like, it hasn't been released to the public kind of a thing? I'm not too sure how she knows. It was a little bit iffy, okay. like, because she knew the next but day. But I suppose, like, the sister knew about the murder, her friends knew about it. Word could have got out travels. quickly. Yeah, it, yeah. Like, it yeah. could have. Okay, yeah. Or it could have been her. If you killed somebody, would you call and say, Zara is dead? No, but if you were a psycho, you might. Psychopath, yeah, you might. Like, this girl does not sound well at all. Uh That's a very weird thing to do. And that is where we will end this episode. Ah, you're (laughs) killing me. (laughs) I know. Yeah, so next week we will delve into the suspects. Uh-huh. Uh, was we'll delve into the suspects, the police actions and activities, and the aftermath of the whole thing. Amazing. I'm also thinking the way that she called up the friend from the pub, it's almost a bit like an assassin, like, it's been done. <laughs> like, is he in on it? Or, like, I don't know. you wouldn't deliver bad news like that. I know. Like, I don't know. I'm very, that, I'm very confused by that whole scenario. I'm very excited for the next for the next one. Good. I want to say a thank you again to Len Mullen. You know who you are. Go on, Len. For recommending this case. Everyone's got pseudonyms in this case. <laughs> Even Len. Yeah. Please subscribe to our podcast. Subscribe to our podcast. Yeah. Subscribe to our Instagram. Subscribe to it all. So that you'll see when the episodes come out. Uh-huh. And, and all the funny content that Marion puts up. All the memes? I have a couple in a bag. Of memes? Put up. I've got a real good one. Oh, yeah. It's not a meme. I just find it really funny. <laughs> Stay tuned. Right. Subscribe <laughs> to me. It's going to be such a letdown. <laughs> well, oh, describe it. Gonna... It has to no, do no. with someone from Pretty Little Liars. Oh, I love Pretty Little Liars. But it's true crime. Well, it's crime related. And leave us a review and five stars. If it's not five stars, yeah. I'll send it back. <laughs> <laughs> no one that's going to get that, right? <laughs> People watch The Office. Maybe, if it comes maybe, on top, I yeah, send it back. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, okay. Bye. I made a Michael Scott reference. It was so flipping obvious like the other day yeah I'm like was it mommy or daddy Jane Kevin I was like, <gasps> or maybe it was Dan what was, what was it did I say maybe it was Dan I can't remember anyway. I don't oh, wait. what yeah yeah it was like date Mike nice to meet me and Dan was like <laughs> what because Dan and I were going on a date and like he was being all like different and I was like you're like date Dan and he was like what it's like you know like Dean's like nice to meet me and he was like I thought I was having a stroke or something he's like what is wrong with you I was like oh you don't get he's he's seen that episode yeah but he's only watched it once I know that's true yeah yeah yeah. me and Jan were literally talking yesterday we're like you know it's been a year since we watched The Office I think we can start again by time, yeah, it's about that time of year. You did watch yeah. it like every other year, I'd say, or maybe even once a year. Mommy and Daddy just kind of watch it continuously. <laughs> <laughs> it's like on a loop. 
you know when you were talking about the shortcut? Do you know what it reminded me of? <gasps> I knew oh, you were going to say this. Yeah. The black, yeah. the black path. Oh, wait, no. Oh. But that is really scary. Oh. For some reason, it reminded me of the shortcut we used to take to the shop through in, Magdala Street. In we Belfast. Would go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we would go behind instead of going all the way around. We'd go behind, and there was this alley. Oh, <gasps> yeah, I was, hated it. But it was so much faster. <laughs> so much faster. <laughs> you know, if you really want to pack the crisps, like you would risk it down the alley. You risk know? your life for a packet of crisps. You would if you really needed it really badly, really hungover. Were you there that time? Was it you and me? I feel like there was somebody else there as well the time that we were going to go through the alley. And we, were, we would go through it during the day, fine, right? Was it mm-hmm. night we were really scared of it? God, it was so scary. So scary. But I remember one time we were cutting through it in the daytime. And like, I went to go in from the shop to the house and there was two kids like kids or was like older teens I remember this I, I remember you I remember you telling me this <laughs> who was I with maybe I was with Mike I don't I think you just came back to the house and told me and you were mortified oh my god I walked around the corner and there was two teenagers snogging and about to start shagging they're like they're like feeling <laughs> each other up and down and they're like they're like ready to go at it and I turn around the corner and I'm like ah! And I scream and I go, and I like run off. Like, I'm so <laughs> shocked. Oh, and I remember I could hear the guy who was with the the guy was like laughing at me. I could hear him like, <laughs> <laughs> like because you would never meet anyone. It was so yeah. narrow, and mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people didn't even know about it. Like it wasn't even a real. I don't know. It was like you were sandwiched in between the houses or something. It was like yeah. It was yeah. horrible, but like you would never meet anyone, like maybe a rat, but like, yeah, that you must get such a shock. <laughs> God, my heart, yeah. I think I was with somebody. I was definitely with somebody. Were you? Okay. I think I was with like Mike or Kirsty or they somebody. They shouldn't have been there because it's really gross. It How is could you get sexy there? Sexy time. It was smelly, that alley. Anyway. I'll have to I'll have to cut this out and put it in at the end or at the start or something. Whatever you want. Yeah. Totally inappropriate. This reminded me of that. Me Time and Murder would like to thank and acknowledge our sources that make this podcast possible. References can be found on our Instagram page.